Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? Oh, Canada. <laughs> the song keeps going more. I'm impressed. Legalizing weed and we all get to enjoy it some more. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. And welcome to Weed and Grub, welcome everybody. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everybody. It's a podcast about weed. And grub. And sex. And food. And pop culture. And comedy. And sex. And weed. And grub. <laughs> <laughs> and you were singing in honor of Canada legalizing weed? Yeah, it's huge. It's such a big deal. I know. When this pod drops, the first sale is actually going to be happening at 12.01, uh, October 17th, which is the day that Canada, uh, the federal legal marijuana laws kick in, and anyone of age will be able to purchase and legally possess and smoke and consume and fuck around with uh cannabis god damn yes yes Ooh, ooh, ooh. no more getting busted it's putting a bunch of police dogs out of work it's fucking awesome that's great oh yeah. they can like help people who are blind or help you know people who need uh, emotional support animals yeah. yeah or i think they're still sniffing out things like fentanyl oh okay well then <laughs> you, know? you know please do that because that is problems. like a mad problem yeah that's a mad problem okay. like sniff out all the fucking fentanyl in the world but um great yeah i read a story about a winnipeg police dog who was like uh, maybe gonna retire because you know she can't like say when it's weed and when it's not. She's just trained to alert, so they're yeah. gonna retire her and train new dogs coming up to not alert when they're smelling weed. Cool. Yeah. Wow. What do you think she gets for her retirement? A little gold leash. Yeah, maybe a little like a uh, cupcake with some ground beef sprinkles. Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'll be a fun little <laughs> retirement party. Like sharing, like, you know, sharing each other's stories and smelling her butt one last time yeah. and saying goodbye. A little butt sniffing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where's the first sale going to happen? St. John's, Newfoundland, my hometown. So fucking cool. You were, you were, I hate to say built, you were born in, in the place where the first legal sale of Weed in Canada is happening? Uh, raised, not born. But raised. I uh, grew up there from the age of three. My family moved there when I was little. And uh, yeah, so St. John's, Newfoundland is the first town in Canada that's going to have the first legal weed sale. And it's half an hour ahead of the rest of Eastern Canada because Newfoundland and Labrador has its own time zone. Wow, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with like, you know, when they do like the announcements for like the show is going to be on at eight o'clock tonight, it would be like, you know, family ties tonight at eight o'clock, 830 in Newfoundland and Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Mm -hmm. And what kind of a town is it? St. John's is a, uh, it's the capital of Newfoundland. Okay. And it is as far east as you can go. It's the easternmost city in North America. Whoa. So the other side of the picket fence is water. Yeah, that's it. Okay. It's the North Atlantic. Grass is always greener on one side. <laughs> the ice is always icier. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's where the Titanic actually sank off the coast of Newfoundland for anyone who doesn't really know where it is. You can picture of... like icy North Atlantic waters. Um, yeah, so St. John's is uh, like a really cool, uh, very vibrant cultural community with a lot of great um, music and art. There's a really cool punk rock scene up there. Really? Yeah, um, great oh, music scene. Is it kind of like, so in St. Louis, where I grew up, uh -huh. um um it's it was a lot of drugs art anger and boredom mm. which turned into some really creative cool shit it just so happened that you know you grow out of it and you move on but everybody has that time when they were just like i'm so angry i'm gonna create beautiful things and i'm gonna probably get stitches and fuck in the process sure yeah yeah that's definitely there i mean it's an island mentality island nation mentality um the crazy thing about like newfoundland as a province was that it was sort of like uh it was under the uk uh s what is it called like it was part of the uk for a long time and then it became sovereign and then it only joined canada in 1949 and a lot of people who uh, grew did they up, want a Brexit? Well, a lot of Newfoundlanders now are like fuck Canada because Canada is kind of mismanaged. It mismanaged the fishery, which is you know the cod fishery collapsed under the Canadian supervision. And uh, Newfoundland is very heavily taxed, and they also use a lot of their hydroelectric power from Labrador and sell it to the American government, and the Canadian government makes money off of that. And a lot of Newfoundlanders are, like, pretty fucking pissed at the federal government. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if the legal cannabis can assuage any of that. Absolutely. I, mean, I was going to say, you know, it would take the edge off. Build, the, build a bridge, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Pass that joint. Yeah. Wow. What would you get 
if you were the first person in Canada to buy legal weed and be able to spark or swallow, oh. what, what, what would your move be to be that first one? Oh, I would stroll in at 12.01 and order... Uh, an ounce, well, maybe not an ounce. I don't know if I could afford, I don't know what the prices are going to be like, but I'd order like, this is your dream, a quarter of, uh, I love that your dream is so sensible. <laughs> you have the most sensible dream. First, I would check if the door was unlocked. I would read if it's a push or a pull push because it's a push and then walk in. Yeah. And the bell would ding and I would say, hello, good evening. And I would buy, um, nice to see all of you. How are you? Well, in Newfoundland, you'd be like, what do you got, bye? How's she going? How's she going? How's she going? Ooh. How are you guys? And I would, bye. Yep. Nope. <laughs> and I aye, would, aye. No. All right. Not that. Sorry. That's okay. Um, I would <laughs> I would buy uh, a quarter ounce of uh, I don't know like Blue Dream or Northern Lights or uh, sour diesel if they had it. Yeah. You know, the East Coast sour diesel. Yeah. Just some some delicious flour and then I would roll it up. I'd roll a big fat joint and just share it with whoever was there. That's such the move. Yeah. You want the, to smoke it with your friends? Yeah. First the, legal weed sale? That's the move. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not about like, give me that bong and you take a big fat rip. It's about like, hey, I got all of us. Yeah. I mean, I don't really like doing bong rips anyway, so. I feel that. It's nice to just like puff and pass and share with your friends. Uh, what would you buy? Uh, I, I loved your joint idea. I think I would steal your joint idea because it feels like the right move. Or, I mean, I love a good blunt. If I'm being honest, I do love a good blunt. Mm-hmm. And it does feel kind of cool and appropriate to legally smoke a blunt with friends yeah that feels great instead of doing it in st louis um in the cul-de-sac under the you know night sky or underneath a bridge while cars drive over it Uh it'd be great to be able to smoke a blunt with friends in the square yeah that sounds good i would like to maybe like yeah buy some top shelf flour and then buy some nice hash too and like roll it up can you get hash in canada now yeah that's what yeah well i'm assuming that there'll be um hash available in st john's that's what it was when i was growing up so it'd be weird if you could buy like weed and not hash so i'm pretty sure and if not yo dm me my boy dimitri he'll come through for you great hash don't worry about it cops Nice. Yeah. Cool. Call Dimitri. Yep. <laughs> That's actually his IG. Oh, call Dimitri. Call Dimitri. At call Dimitri. Yeah. For a good time. Uh huh. And it's just pictures that say not hash. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good. Well, I do know that um, edibles are not available in Canada, so it'll be um, just flowers and concentrates for the time being, I believe, and topicals. Great. Start small. Do whatever you got to do to yeah. get where you should be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I start anywhere. It's yeah. More. It's better than what's happening in our fucking country. So, what do you mean? Well, just because like New York, it's not even it's not even le- legal in the Big Apple. And the first thing I smoked out of was a Big Apple. Oh, so <laughs> come on, New York, get it together. I know there are so many states that are, uh, you know, you can still get arrested in like Alabama for having a joint. And here we are in the marijuana Mecca, able to openly like, you know, you can have an ounce of weed on your person at any time and up to eight grams of concentrate here in California. Yeah, we're going to be flying back and forth in California. And we're going to be allowed to fly in California with weed. Well, technically not. But LAX did just say that they're they're going to not stop people from carrying marijuana. Okay. Right? Los, well, the Los so, Angeles airport. So basically LAX is like Coachella. Right. It's <laughs> like, it, it's like yeah, you cool. We all know why you're here and what you're doing. And it ain't bothering nobody. Yeah, do what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to stop you. <laughs> TSA gives you a wristband. It just says like VIP and it's pink. And it's like, have fun, guys. See you at the gate. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Little weed concierge where you can like, like instead of duty free, you just like buy your bud and have it, you know, waiting for you when you get onto the plane. Yeah. Oh, right. It's like a... Have you I, ever done duty free? I love duty free. Yeah. It's such the move. Wouldn't that be great if you could do that with weed? Yeah. Mm. Especially like if you're doing like a trans Atlantic flight yeah and there's like just a little CBD gummy to start your flight in first class and they hand that to you with some champagne and a little uh amuse you know so nice that'd be it yeah and then what movie would you want to watch Sleepless in Seattle oh wow what a weird choice I've never seen it oh really yeah (gasps) so I feel like that's the one I want to watch while I'm on the plane with CBD riding through my veins it's very romantic is it that's how I'm feeling you like romantic movies I think on a first class flight if I'm flying over the ocean to somewhere it's gonna feel romantic no matter where I'm going in that time if I'm going to a war-torn place or I'm doing charity in India or something like that Yes, I need that romance. But if I'm going there for Barcelona or Greece or something and I'm feeling romantic and I'm going there to have romance, Mm -hmm. same, same. 
Wow. So no matter what, you're going to watch Sleepless in Seattle. Yep. <laughs> Long story like, wait, short. what are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> Look, I'm drinking a vodka with a splash of clam chowder. I'm feeling really good. Yeah, it's a good fall cocktail. It is. It's real nice. It's very <laughs> autumn-like. What's your What's your vodka splash? A vodka splash Tom Ka. <laughs> vodka splash Thai soup. Yeah. A little spicy, yeah. a little ginger. A little galanga, <laughs> lemongrass. Isn't that great? How vodka is like the tofu of liquids. It just kind of harnesses and holds on to whatever it's flavors are around it so true yeah did you know that gin is basically infused vodka i didn't know that Mm -hmm. really yeah huh it's like a clear spirit that then is infused i mean what makes gin? i always thought that was so funny when i was bartending people be like i can't drink gin it gives me a hangover but then they'd order vodka the only thing that's different about gin is that it's infused with botanicals so usually juniper is the thing that gives it that gin taste Yeah. yeah yeah And then something like Hendrix, I think they use cucumber and some gins will use rosemary and, and, you know, there are a bunch of different ones that have an assortment of botanicals, but it's just, you know, it's clear, usually grain alcohol. That's cool. Yeah. So like vodka is Bruce Wayne and then it throws on that Batman mask with a little bit of juniper and uh-huh. that's something else completely. Exactly. Tight. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. You have all the information and I just ramble on and then you say, oh, this is what you meant. And then I go, <laughs> yes, it is. You know so much more than I do about so many things. Well, I have a couple questions about Canada before we move on. Oh, okay. Because you do know about that. Mm. I, uh, You've written a lot of articles about it too. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, are there just things that you either want to share with me before I get into what your life was like growing up in this town and ask you some personal questions? Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I don't know. I think, you know, what's going to happen in Canada will like anywhere that's made cannabis legal evolve as time goes on. You know, every place, Colorado, Washington, California is like issued rules and regulations that then get tweaked. So that's probably what we're going to see happening in Canada. But I do know that, um, you know, one of the main things that a lot of um, manufacturers and companies are having a hard time with is that advertising, the rules on advertising your cannabis products are super strict. Oh, uh, because they don't want what happened with cigarettes to ever happen again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't want to be marketing to minors. They don't really want cannabis uh, retailers to be able to have a presence um, in like public spaces. Uh, That's no wonder there's no edibles. Right. You know, right. Right. Because you don't want to spin it into something that you're, you're not prepared for. Right. Right. And I think that they're, you know, really, um, being extremely careful about, um, not letting anyone under the underage, like, you know, get into any kind of cannabis. Is it 21 or 18? Uh, I believe it's 19, 19. in most places, which is the, um, drinking age. Oh, that's right. Cause I Canada. went to my first strip club in Canada at 19. Cause I couldn't, you know, Oh, I had a fake anyway. <laughs> Canada's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the drinking age is um, 19 in most places. It was 18 in Montreal when I lived there. I'm not sure if it still is, but 18 or 19, depending on where you are. Did you have your first kiss? In St. John's? Yeah. Uh-huh. How was it? It was good. It was very sweet. Really? Mm-hmm. Can I ask you about your first kiss? Because everyone has a good story. Sure. Okay. Well, uh, let's do it like this. Okay. Mary Jane. Yes. You're from Newfoundland, right? Yep. And you've kissed before. Correct. Have you had your first one in Newfoundland? Newfoundland, yes, I did. I'd love to hear about that. <laughs> okay. After these messages. Okay. And then we go to commercial and okay. everyone comes back and it's like, we're back. Mary Jane, uh-huh. how was your first kiss? It was very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we just came back around. It was with a guy named Jason. Um, he was on the swim team and I was on the water polo team. Ooh, a couple fish in the sea. Uh-huh. At like, school. Yeah, we're just like two little otters. And uh, we were walking back from the aquarina. And he was walking with his bike, pushing his bike. Which side of his bike was he walking on? Did he protect himself with it or was he next to you? I don't remember. I think he was walking with his bike on the outside and he was walking next to me. He okay. must have been, yeah. Yeah, you could feel each other's arm hairs brushing. Yeah, yeah. We started feeling the vibe. And I thought he was so handsome because he was like just this blonde, apple-cheeked, like super, I don't know, kind of like all-American, even though we were in Newfoundland. Yeah, do you have that V-shaped swimmer body? No, actually. He was oh. kind of like a kind of like a little... I don't know, just a little guy. Like we were both, he was he was too young to have any muscles, really. I think we were both thirteen. Oh, okay. That was yeah. my next question. All right. I'm sorry I'm interrupting for particulars that don't matter when it comes to your kiss. <laughs> no, it's okay. It was just very sweet. We were walking back. Uh, t- he was walking me home, and we stopped outside the uh, brewery that was on my block. 
uh, at the end of my block and he like got on his bike and then he was like, hey, and he like leaned over the handlebars and planted one on me and it was very sweet. I remember like the, the feel of his lips were like very soft and like there was a little, little no tongue, but like I could feel his open mouth a little bit. Mm-hmm. That and, little bit of spittle. Uh-huh. And then he uh, rode away. <laughs> that was, wait, he, he dipped? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that panic. Like, oh, oh God. Oh, uh, oh God. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and he then got, I, I just like danced home jason you live 10 miles away <laughs> how'd it take you 30 seconds <laughs> totally yeah yeah oh you danced home because mm-hmm. you were alone and you just were like yeah i just like floated on down the block down to 84 circular road and like floated up the steps and floated into my house and then probably turned on like the transformers or carol, carol burnett show or whatever i was watching yeah Oh my gosh. And you were like, I had my first kiss. I had my first kiss. I had my first kiss with Jason. That's awesome. It was very sweet. Was there a follow-up? No, nothing ever really happened with Jason. No? Mm -mm. I like dreamed about him a lot and I saw him at practice and stuff because he was, you know, we were both at the Aquarine at the same time, but nothing ever happened with him. And then I developed like my first mad crush on a different Jason and he kind of like obliterated everything. He was like the solar eclipse crush. Uh, meaning you loved him so much and you had never met anyone or seen anyone as beautiful as him? Yeah, like I couldn't breathe when I saw him in the hallways at school. Wow. Yeah, and nothing ever happened with him either. No? Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so it was a while before like I first then finally got like my first like real boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who was like the hottest. He was a skater and he was just like insanely beautiful and we kissed a lot. I bet. Mm-hmm. At the skate park? Um, yeah, like at the skate smoking park. Smoking cigarettes and, and he has like dirty, sweaty hair. Oh, that was pre-smoking cigarettes. I was like so good. I was like pretty pure Yeah. then at that point in my life. I mean you, pure, I hate that fucking you word. Put, but I was you like, put a halo down underneath you before you sat, right? <laughs> just to make sure your dress didn't get dirty? Oh, I hate that. I, no, I was I was just very um, naive. Very, you know, we were just into kissing. Kissing yeah. and holding hands. Oh, isn't it. it the best? Yeah. Kissing and holding hands is the best. Kissing and holding hands, man. And it's the first time that you ever realized the different types of hands holding because oh. you've only held hands with like maybe your family or like a buddy on a field trip yeah and then you find that interlocking hand lock oh. that means such a different thing when you hold like that yeah yeah holding the hand of a lover yeah it's just the sweetest thing and it's so intimate mm-hmm. and then you lock both hands and you just stand with both interlocked hands on each other's thighs oh. and you just smooch for days what was your first kiss uh under a bridge okay with a uh, 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 a troll who asked me to solve three riddles Great. Yeah, I got the second one. You know what the third one was? What was that? What my tongue tastes like. Ew. All right. It was with a girl named Becky. Okay. She was so cool. And we were just like slowly walking. And there's, I lived next to a community pool. That's where everybody older than us would play basketball and just hang out with their car lights on, you know, doing whatever they did. But we're not allowed to hang out with them. But her and I started walking that way. And we slowly both realized that we both wanted to go underneath this bridge and have privacy. And there was this big flat rock underneath it. And we were both sitting on it. And then eventually we both laid down. And then eventually her head was on my chest. And eventually like... I kind of almost kissed her forehead, but I pussied out a little bit because uh-huh. I was like, and then eventually she just looked up at me and our eyes locked and it was just awesome. It was yeah. awesome. And we kissed for what felt like infinity, like, you know, the moon changed phases yeah. that long. Oh. And, you know, God winked at us and was like, there you go. And instead it was like, oh, it must have been brisk and quick. And then we both just laid there like, <sighs> And then she laid on my shoulder and then we were like, should we go? And it was like, yeah, we should go. And then we just like came back up and then our hands were interlocked and we walked all the way back to my house and then she went home. Wow. Yeah. Becky. It was great. All right. What else do you want to talk about besides Canada and kisses? Well. Chocolate. We should talk about chocolate. Oh, okay. Um, So you've been getting a lot of DMs. Yeah. About uh, dogs, cannabis. Yeah. And it made me think of chocolate because dogs can't eat chocolate. They cannot have chocolate. Can they have cannabis? No. And, um, well, there's a whole... So it's funny that you bring this up because I just uh, took Archie Moo to a gallery opening the other day. Really quick. "Mm." Can we talk about Archie Moo? Because I know people have asked, who is this dog and what is he about? Oh, uh, Mr. Archie Moo is my hairy heart. And he and uh, Bobo live here with me. Part of the fur fam. The fur fam. Um, currently snoozing right behind me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Archie grew up in Washington State for the first few months of his life. And then he came to live with me in Brooklyn. And then we moved here to L.A. together. And uh, I wrote a book about him. 
um, A is for Archie. Yeah. And yeah, and he, we just hang out. And he recently hurt his knee, which was a uh, bummer because he's had to be on bed rest. And he's put on a couple of pounds. Actually. Good. A little chunky monkey. <laughs> but um, I was having to give him meds for his knee uh, anti-inflammatories and he's doing much better now which is great but I was at this gallery opening with him the other day and it was a cool gallery opening because it was uh, the art was paired with weed so you went to this cannabis and canvas um, gallery thing where you could like look at all of the different pieces by an amazing artist named Robert Yarber and then pair it with puffs from Honey Vape who were sponsoring the event and had all of these different vapes available for you to try. And it was pretty great. I had a long chat with the um, CEO, I think, of Honey Vape. Cool. And um, anyway, he was asking me about you know my dog's knee and whether I had ever given him CBD. Which is what just came to my mind. Yeah. So there are certain products that are designed for animals to take for like anti-anxiety, uh, inflammation, all that kind of stuff. And some people claim that it can prolong their life and really help them with, you know, joint pain and all that kind of stuff. I've given Archie treats, um, CBD treats, and um, it doesn't seem to really make that much of a difference for him. But I know some people really rely on it, especially for their like elderly animals. Oh, sure. Like if you had a big, big dog. Um, maybe its name is Simon and it has like <laughs> hip dysplasia, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's just a little achy, little creaky. Yeah. Yeah. The stairs don't, you know, the stairs creak. Yeah. You yeah. have to carry him up and down a little bit. Sure. So yeah, so there are definitely uh, options for your pets with CBD, but you cannot give a dog THC. It will fuck with them. Really? Mm -hmm. Dogs are already so happy. They don't need to be happier. Well, it didn't. uh, When Archie ate a ball of hash, it was crazy because he had come to a bunch of cannabis events with me and he'd been, you know, know, he's always around weed and he'd never snacked on any of it. So I didn't worry about him too much. Mm -hmm. And one day when I was at work, someone came through and they were um, rolling up a spliff with hash and a ball of hash fell on the ground and Archie snacked it up, snarfed it, totally snarfed it. (laughs) And I was like. I, I just, you know, didn't worry too much about it. And then like half an hour later, he puked. Sure. And I was like, okay, good. That'll just, you know. You have him. to. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was when I lived near the office. And so I was walking home with him. And all of a sudden on the walk home, it like came on. And mm. I was on the phone as it happened. Mm-mm. So I wasn't really paying attention to him initially. I just sort of like noticed that the tension in the leash was a little different. And then I noticed that he was like seriously listing to one side. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, what's her name in Bridesmaids trying to walk across the street? Exactly. <laughs> what's her name? Uh, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph trying to cross the street and just slowly. Which is like, it's happening. It's <laughs> happening. <laughs> exactly. And I got him into the house and, all, and I, like, I put him sitting down in the middle of the room and I was looking at him. I was really trying to assess what was wrong with him. Right. And uh, I... I figured it was the hash but i just really wanted to sort of get a good look at him he was he would just like slowly fall over mm-hmm. and then i'd sit him back up again and he'd slowly oh, fall over God. so finally it's like melted cheese falling out the side of a grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> totally <laughs> he was just like Ugh. and uh so finally i had to do the only thing that you really can do if your dog ingests thc so if your dog eats an edible if your dog eats an edible that contains something like chocolate that's toxic for dogs then you're gonna have to take them to the vet of course fuck yes but if your dog ingests like a ball of hash for instance or eats your flowers gets into your stash or whatever the only thing that you can really do is wait it out you can take them to the vet and they'll give them like activated charcoal and make them get sick and stuff. But yeah. what you really can do is just like keep a really close eye on them. If they don't seem to be in immediate danger, like their breathing does slow and they get kind of um, like their spatial awareness is, you know, they just, it's like any, like a person eating too much and Absolutely. like over consuming and being uncomfortable. It's not fun for them, No. but you just keep them quiet in a dark place with not a lot of noise you know quiet dark place lots of water keep them super hydrated great okay so just keep that bowl nearby for them yeah and like maybe swaddle them a little put a little blanket over them and just stay with them make sure they're you know not alone yeah yeah so what happened the next day to archie because i assume that's what you did yeah you didn't just be yeah so i actually had tickets to a show so i left him with my roommate knowing that he would be okay he was all wrapped up i know your roommate and that is an excellent choice because he has a lovely heart yeah he was just a lovely heart snuggle town yeah and um by the time i got back from the show archie was doing much better he was cool and i felt horribly guilty for going to the show (laughs) good Good. You should. You could see Modest Mouse anytime. I was, it was a, I had like a date to go to the show and it was like the first time that I'd been out in LA for in a long time. And it was just a time in my life where I was like, I can't miss this one thing that I've been really looking forward to. So I made sure he was comfortable. I left him in good company. And Absolutely. by the time I came back, he was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you get any better at math? No. No? No. How about uh, start writing his own music and get into poetry? 
No, well, he's pretty good at poetry, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, but he's always been good at poetry. He sure. might have just enhanced it a little. All right, cool. He yeah. uses more flowery language, but less words. Yeah, and he crosses his paws a little differently now. <laughs> he does. Uh huh. I do love when you go out for a hike. He always gets out his monocle first, and then he's like ready. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty fancy dog. He is. Yeah. So that's really good advice for anybody. Yeah. So if, if your dog ingests your stash, just, you know, keep a super close eye on them. Definitely take them to the vet if they look like they need medical attention. But, you know, if you live in a state where cannabis is illegal and you don't want to have a conversation with someone who might Absolutely. feel the need to alert someone else to the fact that you're in possession of weed, then, um, yeah, just make sure that you have a lot of uh, water on hand for your animal and just keep them, you know, quiet yeah. and immobile and, you know, they'll, they'll get through it, hopefully. I mean, it's not toxic to the point where it will kill them. It, it'll just make them really uncomfortable. Yeah, which I've, I mean, I wish that on no animal or no human. I've, you know, eaten a couple hundred milligrams of an edible before and all I could do was lay down and close my eyes and just pray that I can fall asleep for a minute to reset my body. I will say though, I would be curious to know if those CBD animal centric CBD things would help an animal that accidentally ingested THC just right. to like right the ship a little bit. Totally. You know? It totally might. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Definitely. Like if you have over ingested and you feel uncomfortable because you have too much THC for your own system, then yeah. CBD can actually help you. Can we say one more thing about this too? Yeah. Your CBD products most likely have THC in them. Well, right. Because it helps the CBD kick in a little so it'll it usually has like a milligram or two of thc any cannabis derived cbd product will have a little bit of thc in it hopefully because of the entourage effect it'll actually yeah activate mm -hmm. all of it and make the whole thing better yeah turtle but shows up hands you a sub says i'm out of here <laughs> but if it's hemp derived then your cbd will not have thc in it okay great note which is why people think that cbd is uh, federally legal which it is not no it's not Oh, uh, hemp. It's, Fucking hemp. Yeah, it's a very complicated set of rules with a lot of gray areas, but basically the deal is like none of it is, uh, our federal government has yet to really legislate any of it to be legal uh, like in Canada. And if they would follow suit and just legalize, deschedule and legalize cannabis, I think the United States economy would, you know, Fucking thrive. a huge boom. And hopefully they're going to learn that from uh, watching what happens up north. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, we're going to be such followers, and I'm good with it, but we're going to be such followers. Totally. Yeah. How, how is it possible that I'm allowed to butt chug vodka, but I'm not allowed to smoke a joint in New York? I want to see the Niagara Falls from both sides, but the same joint. Nice. Know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, some of our friends, friends of the pod. Uh, Shout out Christina. Christina Bacola, who is doing great work uh, to uh, legalize cannabis as a, as a cannabis attorney, and David Holland, who ooh, is ooh. Uh, at Legalize It Lawyer. Mm -hmm. They're both doing wonderful policy work friend danny danko who's yeah. you know, writing about how to grow your own and cultivate your own cannabis can we talk about him for a second for sure old boy is getting the shaft right now for no fucking reason and fuck those motherfuckers danny danko you're the fucking man and fuck those fuck faces and i hope they eat their goddamn words one day so danko just published a book a cultivation guide like a first timers how, you know beginner's guide to yeah. here's how to grow your own marijuana yep and uh, I'll look up the name and we'll put it in the link. I can't remember the exact name, but I think it's like literally like... I think it's I think it's called Fuck Those Motherfuckers. <laughs> I think it's called a Cannabis Cultivation Guide. A Cannabis Cultivation Guide. Yeah, it's, it's clean, straightforward, and earnest. Oh, yeah, and so his book has been banned in a few places. And um, then he was recently scheduled to do some speaking events that were for sale. Tickets were for sale to seminars where he would like share his knowledge. And they um, might have even been free. Yeah, and there were tickets available on Eventbrite. And Eventbrite shut him down because uh, they won't allow people to talk about weed at any of their, at any Eventbrite ticketed event, which right. is fucking bullshit. It is fucking bullshit. It's crazy. And he is, um, yeah, he's been doing great work for so long and he's a cannabis OG and yeah, he should. If you don't know him, follow him on Instagram, Twitter. He has a podcast. Get his fucking book. He's at Danny Danko and his book is called Cannabis, a Beginner, Beginner's Guide to Growing Marijuana. Mm -hmm. And it's on sale um, everywhere. You just can't buy it if you live in the UK. <laughs> you it's on sale <laughs> everywhere, but you can't buy it anywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's fucking amazing. He's 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 a great dude. He's also like uh like really interesting. Just got an interesting story as a person. Like, yeah, we'll yeah. have him on. Yeah. yeah, so follow him, buy his book, listen to his podcast, mm -hmm. and um, yeah. Fuck those motherfuckers. Fuck those motherfuckers. You have a nice voice tonight. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was hearing you 
uh, like shout everybody out, and I was like, "Oh, I can listen to this. Your voice sounds good. Oh, it's kind of like it's kind of has like a creamy, like polenta oh, kind of a feel. I don't know. Maybe you. it's because I'm I'm a fall boy right now, but it's really nice to hear. Oh, that's very nice of you to say. Thank you. Yeah. I got a really great uh, DM this week from a guy named Tyler who slid into my DMs and actually startled me because you know how when you get a DM from someone you don't know if it's a picture it's like blurred oh for your protection yeah absolutely if it's, it's for like your a protection. dick pic or whatever yeah and so there's this blurry picture from this guy I don't know <laughs> in my DMs and I was like oh god oh god oh god oh god and I tapped on it and then it was like tap to reveal and I tapped to reveal and it was a whisk pic yes was, oh really yeah it was two hot whisk pics oh shit sexy sexy whisks yeah and Tyler uh, wrote to me and was like, hey, lo- you know, a fan of the pod. Thanks for, you know, making the pod and everything. Um, here's some hot whisk pics. And then he was like, uh, I like yeah, uh, your voice when you talk about food. And he like gave me a compliment about I my fucking, voice. I feel him on that. So thank you. So, um, yeah. I'm, you do it. You have a very good food voice. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Real quick. Can I shout out also um, another whisk pick? that we got yes that please was, we got a bunch but i would say that this was actually one of my favorites because it was a very thick whisk well um, and it's a pretty hot pick because his, his, his body's in a little bit but you can't quite see his face right is that so the guy you're talking it is. about yeah it's josh josh so shout out to josh um I'd never know if we should say people's last names or not. No, I don't think so. Or their handles for anything. No. Okay. So shout out to Josh, though. Great whisk pick. Um, And yeah, uh, if you are moving here, great. If we end up coming to your hometown very soon, even better. We'll bring, we can all like take whisk picks together. (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) So I wanted to actually, uh, this week, try something new. Uh, Okay. And thank you for the compliment about my voice, because I wanted to read a recipe and share a recipe. Oh my God, you're going to make everyone come. Well, it's a good combination of the things that we love, weed and grub. So it's a, an infused recipe and I'll try and make it sexy with my voice. Um, okay, great. We should do it right after this message, speaking of infused. Oh, okay. Hey, Mary Jane. Yeah? <laughs> do you like edibles? Yeah. Yeah, right? You ever wanted to make them at home hassle-free? Yes, I have, Mike. Introducing the Magical Butter Machine, the easiest, most consistent way to make edibles at home. Yeah, it's right. It's perfect for growers if you have extra plant material or in places like Canada. Uh Legal, legal, legal. That don't sell edibles, though. You can actually get trim, buds, shake, sugar leaf, all kinds of concentrates. If you make edibles, you need this machine. It takes all the effort out of the process and you don't have to waste a whole day making your infusions at home. Absolutely. You simply add the herbs, add your butter, cooking oil, or grain alcohol, whatever you want. And then you just set the time and the temp and the machine does the rest itself. Set it and forget it. And the Magical Butter Machine comes with everything you need to make your very first extraction at home. Included with your machine is the reusable Purify Filter Bag for straining and the heat-resistant silicone love glove for squeezing all the goodness out of your extraction. Yeah, it's covered by a manufacturer's one-year limited warranty. Uh Uh-huh, and it has a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Which is perfect. So basically you can infuse butter, oil, you can make tinctures, anything that you can imagine. Yeah. At the touch of a button, you can even make topicals. Which is so great. Yo. So great. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Rub it on my sore shoulders. Yeah. Please. Mm. So if you want your own Magical Butter machine today, go to MagicalButter.com and use the promo code promo code <laughs> weed and grub weed at, and grub uh, at checkout to save $30 off your purchase at magicalbutter.com and by the way if you are in Canada so you can't buy edibles you need this machine because then you can make edibles with all that stuff that you're going to be buying legally it's amazing and if you like Halloween you need this machine because then you can make delicious chocolates for you and all your friends the night of Halloween it's the perfect thing to make all of your treats at home. Go to MagicalButter.com and enter the promo code WEEDANDGRUB at checkout to save $30 off your purchase. All right, Mary Jane. So you have a sexy recipe for us? Yes, I do. Take it away. <laughs> well, I wanted to share a recipe from my friend Elise McDonough, who, if you don't follow her on Instagram and Twitter, you definitely should. She's an edibles expert, cannabis cookbook author, great person. And she recently published a book of recipes from Bong Appetit, the show. Oh, yeah. And um, I think in honor of Canada legalizing marijuana and in honor of it being fall, uh, and in honor of weed and grub and magical butter, uh, I wanted to share this recipe, which is from her uh, book, the Bon Appetit book, and it's a recipe for chimichurri. Oh, that's so perfect! But with the marijuana. 
Yes. Put that green on green. Yeah. So the recipe is just uh, leaves from one bunch of parsley and then eight cannabis fan leaves. And if you are not growing your own, uh, you can maybe ask if your local dispensary has uh, an in-store grow. They might be able to give you some fan leaves. And if you can't get fan leaves, it's not always they're not always easy to procure. This that's they're optional. Um, and then three tablespoons of red wine vinegar, one tablespoon of kosher salt, three garlic cloves minced, two teaspoons of dried oregano, one teaspoon of red pepper flakes, and one tablespoon of flour-infused olive oil, which is where your mag- magical butter machine would come in handy. Absolutely. And um, basically, you're going to grill some steaks, and then you're going to make this chimichurri with all of those mm. ingredients, and you just pop them in a Cuisinart. Mortar and pestle it up if you want. Absolutely. You can do that as well. And then you just uh, transfer it to an airtight container and it can hang out in your fridge for a couple of days. And that's your uh, chimichurri. So you just basically substitute your regular olive oil with infused olive oil and add some uh, cannabis fan leaves chopped up. Fuck off. And then put it on a steak and eat it. Oh, render that <laughs> fat. Make, make that fat glisten. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is the most food porny thing I've been a part of in a long time. I'm straight up horny right now. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Swipe some steak through some chimichurri. Yeah. Talk about first kiss. Uh-huh. God. <laughs> and that... Hey, okay. can I be right back? Because... Uh-huh. <laughs> and again, that recipe is from the Bong Appetit uh, cookbook by Elise McDonough. That was great. Yeah. Thanks. Damn. Mm. this is gonna go up on you porn and it's gonna have like a million views and the keywords are chimichurri mary jane (laughs) (laughs) bon appetit so sexy great and by the way um chimichurri like keeps yeah it really does it's really great and it goes on so many different things but it really holds up when you put it in an airtight container for a while Mm -hmm. it saves itself for a while yeah and you can just you know like roast up some sweet potatoes throw it over those you know grill up your steak uh, you know like do a little uh some chicken thighs in the oven it's like Mm -hmm. it's the ubiquitous um condiment in argentina i believe so oh yeah when i was in argentina it was um, I mean, the steak is everything about Argentina is yes. Yeah. It is all yes. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. And also, my favorite thing about making something like infused chimichurri is as you check for seasoning while you're making it, you keep dipping your finger in and then you slowly realize you're like, oh, that's two milligrams. Oh, that's five milligrams. Like, uh-huh. you just slowly, as you're tasting it up, you're like, all right, I'm right where I want to be right now. Fucking delicious. Yeah. It's really good. Is that a good name? Oh, please. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say you were in Argentina for hockey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing hockey in Argentina. I was there for like two weeks or so. Um, I've talked about it so much. It, it's, it's I don't old feel news. like I've heard that much it's, about it. It was with Team USA. Yeah. Yeah. It was playing for the gold medal in the roller hockey. Um, Olymp- I was an Olympian for roller hockey. Um, it wasn't in the Summer Olympics. It was supposed to go to it that year, but they picked something else instead for the inaugural event, so we didn't get to go. But I won a gold medal with Team USA, played some hockey, beat Canada in the finals. No offense, Aww. but quite a bit of offense because wow. give me that gold. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I was in Argentina in Mar del Plata, and yeah, we did nothing. We drank quilmes and we ate steak and I pet a bunch of dogs and saved a bunch of pucks. That's fucking amazing. It was cool. Is that where you took one in the mouth? Uh, not that time, no. But I've taken, I've taken a lot in the mouth. I've had a lot in my mouth. <laughs> you know? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Underneath this mustache is a bevy of scars and stitches you just all battered a little bit mm. yeah but you know what are you gonna do it looks cool and it feels great it yeah. makes you feel like you're alive when you bleed a little bit yeah and your face works fine <laughs> great face working okay <laughs> <laughs> hidden behind a goalie mask of hair <laughs> right it's like you luck. quit playing hockey i quit playing hockey and mm-hmm. then i was like well i still need a mask i better grow one yeah it suits you thanks yeah it's just a <laughs> a little taste into my uh, psyche, mm-hmm. I guess. I get it. So anyway, I don't want to hide behind things, Mike. Yeah, but a beard—you can't get more upfront. That's like saying, like, like if I start wearing a neckerchief and I'm like, "This is my thing now," like, you know what I'm saying? A beard is heavy. If I could grow a beard, I would hide behind one. You would? Yeah, totally. My dad had a beard. Cool. Yeah, I dig it. I totally dig it. 
All right. Yeah. Thanks. I'm just so aware of like what it represents in my life oh. that it's like it's a part of me and what I look like and what I like to look like. Yeah. But I also know that it is a huge brick wall against the big bad wolf. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Well, it's a good looking one. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, shout out to New California Barbershop. My girl, Nancy. She uh, does it right. Yep. Uh, Go see her. High and tight. Fuck yeah, right? Do you ever put some terps in there? Terp, terp up your beard? Fuck no. No, huh? Fuck no. Really? I don't want my beard smelling like what? Limoline? Limonene? Limonene? Mercine? Mercine? A little pinene? Come on. What is that? Cool water? Like the new age cool water? I don't know. No. Like, have you ever walked through Macy's and they're like, smell this, smell this, yeah. put this on you, put it's this awful. on you. It's awful. Yeah. I don't want to invite anyone to ha- like have to smell me. Are you kidding me? It's okay. so invasive to put terps in you. Yeah, I know yeah. we know people who do it. We I totally will, do. I will absolutely not do it. I know someone who fucking swears by it. No. I think I got high testosterone. I like feeling like I like feeling like an animal without posturing by, you know, pissing in corners. So you don't wear cologne? I did in high school. Yeah. I wore mad cologne until someone said, hey, you know, you can just spray that in the air and walk through it. Uh (laughs) And I was like, oh, God, thank you. I'm going through so many bottles. (laughs) I'm like drinking it. Do you remember what kind of cologne you used to wear? Sure. Tommy, Cool Water, Curve, uh, Aqua, uh, George, Aqua, Aqua something. Aqua Velvet? No. Maybe it's Giorgio. I don't know. Um, Chrome. (gasps) Holy shit, dude. Chrome was a good one. Um, Moved into Axe for a little while when that came out. Well, look, I was on the tail end of, you know, that time in my life. Yeah, I guess so. Being a fucking douchebag. Hockey jock. Hockey jock, yeah. Oh, you spray a little Axe under your pits after a game? And your hands smell like that moldy glove and your pits smell like something called Phoenix. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I was a nightmare. I was a (laughs) nightmare. It was an absolute like quasi sexy nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I had yeah. a good strut and confidence to me, but what a fucking doof. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. I dated a guy for a while who ended up being a total doof who uh, wore Obsession, Calvin Klein's Obsession. Mm-hmm. And now when I smell it, I still have this like full body sense memory of him and like kissing him and that whole fucking summer. At the end of which I found out he'd been lying to me and he had a girlfriend the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right for that cologne. Yeah. Such a red flag. He was a fucking, he wore Izod and Obsession. I should have known. Oh, fuck that dude. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I never want to walk into like the embrace of somebody and then also be embraced by their scent. Mm. I like a natural scent so much. I Even like if a girl isn't wearing deodorant, mm-hmm. but she has that like, that kind of sour feral mm-hmm. sweaty musk. musk to her that's so sexy totally i'm really into that i wear a little perfume sometimes i like it on occasion but it's really only like on a night out you know mm-hmm. yeah but that's also like that's also the um the like i hate to say digestif i hate to compare perfume to like <laughs> to like a little a little after dinner sip uh-huh. uh let me think of a better way to compare a human being to not alcohol oh. um um, you know what know. I'm saying? Where it's just a little, like, you know, a little kiss on the cheek. Well, it's just, yeah, it's a little enhancement. Like I dab a little behind my ears and sometimes like, you know, your pulse points, like that's where you're taught to put on perfume when you're mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're not overdoing it and dousing yourself in it, it can be nice. Got it. Pulse yeah. points. Yeah. Wish you were around back then. Yeah. <laughs> it might've been able to help you a little. Oh, everyone on the bus had to know. We, but we were all doing it. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing is it was like. We were like a cloud of honeybees, yeah. except instead of making honey, we were just making mistakes. Fucking teenage boys. Goddamn nightmares. Yeah. Oof. What a nut time. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I actually came in with a bit of an agenda, too, because we got so many messages um, from people who had like fan pitches. Oh. Because um, I guess Grublets isn't going to be the one. Well, listen, I do love it, but it's not representative of who we are. Grublets. It doesn't say anything about weed. Grublets is sweet and funny and like dorky, but I also just think of like, uh, Grublets makes me think of like a little comic book character, you know, like (laughs) I can see like animated, like an animated series called Grublets, you know, like the snorks. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But, um. And they're little grubs. Yeah. 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 And on our, on our logo, like you're a grub. I am a grub. In the logo. Yeah. Which is pretty great. A bearded grub. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yes, what else you got? Okay. So this one is from Jay. Mm Mm-hmm. Bud munchers. Bud munchers. I like that. It's a little dirty too. It is dirty, right? Yeah. Something a little froggy about yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, what a bud muncher. It's like um, you know, like muff diver. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Bud yeah. muncher sounds to me like it's not just talking about bud. You talking know? about butt. Yeah. 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 
Okay. Bud Munchers. Yeah. Got it. Um, I would pitch Puffin Muncher. Puffin Muncher? Puffin Munchers. There's no rhythm to that. Puffin Munchers? Yeah. Why? Because Canadian puffins? Well, puff is the weed part. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or puff munchers. Mm. No. Okay. All right. All right. I'm getting. Well, I last time I think I said muncher muncheroos and yak and snackers. Those were my pitches. Yak and snackers is fun. It is fun. But no. Okay. Uh, Kristen, who was just in LA and wanted to meet up with us, and we were out of town. But shout out Kristen. Hi. Uh, Blazers. Okay. What about blazers? And then the buttons that we. And then she says, and then you make coats, and the little buttons are tiny weed leaves. Oh, on cute! The coat. Oh, I love that. Little blazers. Blazers. Yeah, that could be all right. Uh, you know Savannah, who makes all of those desserts yeah. and shares them online. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, she cool. Uh, she she said, if I tell you, she wants two point five percent of the royalties. Okay. And some copyright rights. Ooh, I love with us. I love a girl who knows how to drive a hard bargain. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> She's like, I ain't even gonna tell you what it is because you're gonna love it so much, and then I'll let him. I'll let you know. Oh. She says, oh, she has three. Okay. Grublins. Okay. Grubbies. Okay. And then she said, I kind of want to make my own personal one and be grub uh, grubbelina. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fun. I dig it. I do, what if it's just like, yeah, whatever your, like, I, I would be like Grubby Jane. Grubby Jane. Oh my gosh. You, you definitely have like scabs on your knees and a frog in your overalls. <laughs> grubby Jane. And you'd be like Grub, grub Laser. Yeah. No. No, that doesn't work. Uh, okay. Uh, this is from Will. Okay. He goes, Gardeners. Oh. Just duh. Duh. Uh-huh. Like he almost wrote it like, hey, dum-dum. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Gardeners. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, next one is from Cheyenne. Okay. Yeah. She's very cool as well. Yeah. Weed eaters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It is hard. Weed eaters. Weed eaters. Are, mm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Great. Uh, this one's for my cousin, Ben. Okay, Speaking hi, Ben. Speaking of hockey, shout out Ben. He's awesome at hockey and a really cool kid. Nice. Yeah, what up, Ben? Hi, Ben. Grubbies. Yeah, people seem to love the grub. Yeah. They're down with the grub. Yeah. Wah! <laughs> Grubbies or grublets? No. Mm, I don't grub- think, I don't, I think we it's... We haven't found it yet. We haven't found it yet. I don't we'll feel like we've heard it yet. What about, um, um, we, weed... Canna, Ugh. Ca- oh, mm. get back to me next week. You know what? This is what I in a writer's room. <laughs> <laughs> I just interrupt and go. Hold on. How about? Uh... Yeah, we need to not spitball about that live. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's come up with some more and get back to it next week. <laughs> I, I thought I was gonna have it in that instant, and then I was like, nope, lost it. Didn't have it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thank you everybody for sending them in. Yeah. Thank you so much. They're oh, good. I have one. Okay. W- what do you think about canna sirs? Canisseurs. I do like that. that I mean, is that's the like a runner. word that's out there in the world, but I don't feel like that many people use it yet. I do like it. What up, canisseurs? Yeah. Um, if anyone wants to send in more mm-hmm. and we're like, oh my God, that's the one, we'll send you a bunch of free shit. Yeah. Yeah. We'll send you some magical butter swag. Yeah. And we also uh, might have some more magical butter good giveaways coming up for some like Halloween fun. Oh, yeah. We yeah. might have that contest. So keep an eye on our social media. Heck yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Ooh, yeah, we can't drop everything yet. No. Uh, What else do we have on the docket this evening? Got any hot plugs? We're we're nearing the time to wrap up. Are we? Yeah. Um, If you're listening to this on Wednesday when it drops, and you're in LA, I have a show called Glazed on Thursday at nine thirty p.m. at the Hollywood Improv. Mm -hmm. It is sponsored by Lowell Farms, so I got a bunch of really cool gifts, some uh, tasting flights. And I'm really excited for the show because it has some great comics, some amazing clowns from Europe. Uh, The musicians are on point. I I don't know. It's just always a great time. And I stress out to no end about it, which tells me how much I care about it. And then it always works out. It's the best fucking time. I haven't missed one. No, you haven't. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And you always bring people and then they end up coming back, which feels great. Yeah. I'll be there with my friend Heather again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So yeah, yeah, that's glazed on Thursday. Uh, I'll be in D.C. at the end of the month and then New York at the end of the month. And then we're going to be in Portland at the end of the month. We're going to be in you. And then we're going to be back in New York in November. Yeah. Uh, If you follow us on social media and you want to hang out and you want to meet up, 
I'm down with it. Totally down. Yeah. So sure. especially if you're in Portland and you're going to be at the dope cup. Yeah. Yo, DM us. Yeah. Let us know what's up. I'd love to meet up with some folks and see what's good in Portland. I haven't been to Portland to any of the dispensaries there. And I know it's like one of the best weed scenes in the country. That's what I hear. And I can't wait to see. I'm really excited about it. Can I announce the thing about you yet? Or do we have to wait? What thing about me? I guess you should wait. <laughs> All right. Fine. Do you have any plugs? Mm, nothing. Uh, apart from what you just said. Yeah. Portland, New York, exciting things gonna run around and do cool stuff and then come back here and talk about it awesome all right all you weedles oh no 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 (laughs) (laughs) nope i was like now yeah all right nope (laughs) uh until next week happy legal weed in canada day oh canada (laughs) so cool do you know any of the rest of that anthem yeah our home and native land yeah oh canada I am a big fan. <laughs> awesome. Right? That's all you need. Yeah. And then it's, um, and then go Canadians. Go Canada. Yeah. Great job, guys. <laughs> Great fucking job. Congratulations to everyone up there this week who will be able to freely, responsibly consume any cannabis product that they choose to buy legally. Fucking beautiful. Fucking it is beautiful. fucking cool. It's a cool time to be alive for some things, huh? For some things, it is an absolutely amazing time to be alive. Damn right. Yep. If you would like to follow us on social media, it is at Weed and Grub. DM us. We check our DMs. Yes, Send us do. them whisks. Slide into there. Some Slide hot whisk pics. Yeah. Um, also, please subscribe. Please review. Please tell a friend. We've gotten some really cool reviews lately and straight up much appreciated. Yeah. I would like to become the president one day. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Somebody wanted to be my secretary of hanging out and they just chill in the Oval Office and eat chips. Yo. Isn't that a fun idea? That sounds awesome. So yeah, maybe I'll be president this time next year. Yeah, I'll get you a beanbag chair. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what a great hang. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, anything else? I think that's it. All right, A. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>